This is Rabbi Ellie Confer for Hadar, Parshat Vayigash 5780, the meanings of approach. What does it mean to really approach another person? What does it mean to really approach God? The rabbinic understanding of the first word of this week's parasha, Vayigash, opens a window into that question. Approaching people and approaching God are mirrors of each other. But there is more than one kind of approach, each of which can underscore different aspects of those relationships. The word Vayigash means to approach or to draw near. Judah approaches Joseph as he prepares to make his argument to offer himself as a slave instead of Benjamin. Vayigash elav Yehuda, and Judah drew near to him. Judah approaches Joseph, whom he does not recognize and only knows is the most powerful man in Egypt, save for Pharaoh, to offer one last-ditch attempt to save his brother Benjamin, and thus also his father Jacob, from pain. It is a physical movement. But what were Judah's intentions? What was his stance? How did he make his move? What was he feeling in that moment? How did he want Joseph to react? All of these questions are left up to the reader. There are three options in Genesis Rabbah, each one drawing evidence from elsewhere in the Bible, about the use of the word vayigash. From Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Nehemiah, and their anonymous opposing majority, the rabbis. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Hagashala milchama, Kimada Amar, Vayigash Yoav Vehaam Asher Imo Lamilchama. Rabbi Nechemya Amar, Hagasha Lepius, Vayigshu Bene Yehuda El Yehoshua, the Faiso. Rabbanan Amrin, Hagasha Litfila, Shene Amar, Vayehi Chealotamincha, Vayigash Eliahu. Rabbi Yehuda said, approaching, as in approaching for war, as it says, so Yoav and the people that were with him drew near in battle. Rabbi Nehemiah said, approaching as in conciliation. As it says, then the children of Judah drew near to Joshua to conciliate him. The rabbi said, approaching as in prayer, as it says, and it came to pass at the time of the evening offering that Elijah the prophet came near. The word Vayigash, according to this Midrash, has three possible connotations, drawn from three different biblical sources, to do battle, to appease, and to pray. In each of these, the common thread is a stance of drawing physically closer. When Yoav, King David's general, did battle against the Arameans, think hand-to-hand combat, he approached the enemy battle lines with his army. This is also connected to the word Kuf Resh Bet, another word that can mean to approach, but also means battle, krav. One can't wrestle from afar. Similarly, appeasement is something that cannot be done only with words from afar. It is a stance that can only be fully appreciated when it's done in physical proximity to the other. When Caleb and his tribe wanted to secure his territory in the land, In order to make their request of their leader Joshua, they approached him so that Joshua was more likely to hear their case and give them what they asked for. Finally, prayer is also something that involves drawing close physically.
think the bowing and kneeling postures, as well as the stepping forward that take people physically closer to the object of the prayer. Prayer is probably best understood here as request, the core stance of prayer in the Amida, and also the context for Elijah's approach, beseeching God to answer him and bring down fire on the altar in order to show up the prophets of Baal as the false prophets that they are. Requesting is not done with words alone. It is done by coming near in body. When we approach, we approach physically. But when someone draws close, they may be attacking, appeasing, or requesting. All this is contextual, and how you understand Judah's actions depends on which of these connotations you think is being employed in our parasha. It might seem odd that out of the four instances of Vayigash, three of them are between people, Judahites and Joshua, Yoav and the Arameans, Judah and Joseph, and only one of them is between people and God, Elijah. In fact, this reveals a core assumption of the Midrash. The word Vayigash applies equally to a drawing close to people as it does to drawing close to God, even though the latter is harder to picture. In fact, the same three explanations of this word occur in the Midrashic tradition to Genesis 18.23, which reports an approach between Abraham and God. Vayigash Avraham, Bayomar, Ha'af tispet sadik im rasha. Abraham drew close and said, Will you sweep away the innocent along with the guilty? This is the opening gambit in Abraham's battle to save the people of Sodom. The same rabbis offer the same opinions about the translations of this word here. Abraham may be approaching to do battle, to appease, or to request through prayer. Since the Midrash moves freely between the two scenarios, it seems clear that the model of drawing close is the same, whether we are approaching God or approaching another person. Which stance was Judah taking in this moment? War, appeasement, or prayer? There is a fourth opinion in both Midrashic traditions that offers a different take on this question. Rabbi Elazar Pashatlon, Im lamilchama aniba, Im lepius aniba, Im latfila aniba. Rabbi Elazar explained the word using all three definitions. I draw near, whether for war I come, or whether for conciliation I come, or whether for prayer I come. In an expanded version of this opinion, we get a sense that Judah is prepared for any outcome. This is critical because it offers a vision in which we approach without knowing the result in advance. It requires a relinquishing of control even to step forward. Rabbi Elazar Omer, Amarlo Yehuda, Muhan ani lishloshad dvarim halalu, im lepius hareyafe, im litfila ani mevakesh mimcha, im lamilchama, amod kenegdi vani amod kenegdecha. Rabbi Elazar says, Judah said to Joseph, I am ready for these three possibilities. If for appeasement, then great. If for prayer, then I request from you. If for war, then stand opposite me, and I will stand opposite you. Rabbi Elazar offers a different view than the three-way debate above. For him, the stance is actually not one or the other, or the third option. It is a combination of all three. 
Judah and Abraham were drawing close and prepared for any of the following emotional stances to emerge. In fact, we may experience all these emotions at the same time. In our personal relationships, how often are we drawing near with each of these options a real possibility? Have we walled ourselves off from a stance of appeasement, only coming in battle? Or are we never able to access our anger and only coming to conciliate? Can we approach with a mode of request, which implies vulnerability and need? In our own prayer life, how often are we approaching God open to these three options? What can we learn from the relationships in our personal life to our relationship with God? One Midrashic tradition in this vein sees Judah expressing all three modes of interaction in the words he says to Joseph in Genesis 44, verses 16 through 18. Judah prepared himself for war, as it says, for you are like Pharaoh. For prayer, as it says, how can we speak? How can we prove our innocence? For appeasement, as it says, please my master. In this version of the Midrash, Judah adopts all three stances sequentially. In fact, the Midrash does not follow the order of the verses in the Torah. If it did, we would see Judah first coming in prayer, then coming to appease, and finally to do battle. That shifting nature of the mode of encountering may sound familiar to our own experiences of human interaction. We start with a request and move to a stance of appeasement, but then, if denied, gird for battle. The Midrash, though, shifts the order. First we come in battle, but then we move to prayer, or not being able to speak, and finally to appeasement. Perhaps this is the ideal order the Midrash reports as true to human experience. It is striking that the proof text for Judah, coming in a stance of prayer, is the moment when he says, what can we say? This is a different conception of prayer, not one in which all our words are ordered and ready to be communicated to God, but rather prayer as an admission that we do not have words, that we do not know what to say. There is one other Midrashic understanding of this word vayigash I want to explore. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, vayigash, lashon ahava, shene'emar, vayigash, vayishaklo. Rabbi Yehuda said, vayigash, is the language of love, as it says, and Jacob drew near and kissed Isaac. Here we have another dimension of drawing close, a loving relationship. Isaac asks Jacob to draw near and kiss him, and Jacob does draw near and kiss his father in the context of receiving a blessing, albeit while pretending to be Esau. To what extent are our drawing near moments those of love? Could we imagine a drawing near to God out of love, just like we could imagine drawing near to a parent? To what extent do we dress up as others in order to be loved and kissed? The image of drawing close is a model of human interaction and also a model of prayer. What would it take to infuse our relationships with a wider range of human emotion, all expressed in the act of drawing near? And what would it take to infuse our relationship with God 
with a similar emotional range. Not only do these Midrashic traditions open up for us the variety of readings of Judah and his actions, but they also open up these questions for ourselves in our own Vayigash moments, whether to other people or to God. Take this rich word with all its connotations and use it to think through these moments and how best to approach them, how to assess ahead of time the contours of the interaction, how to be equipped for all scenarios if your assessment was wrong, and how to infuse all of your approaches with love. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for listening to our weekly Debray Torah. To see more from our archive, please visit hadar.org slash Torah.